going on, everybody? It's Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's your boys, Mike and Mish, with the Mike and Mish Show. What's up, Mike? Chilling over here in New Hampshire, up in the mountaintops. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing up in, in New Hampshire, Mike? Why are you away? Saving the world, like usual. <laughs> everybody who watches this, you must thank me for the life that you have. You're welcome. Yeah, your freedom rests on Mike's shoulders up in New Hampshire, the state of live free or die. Yeah, what live you, free or die hard. Hey, what are you doing when you're not working? When you're up there in New Hampshire, what are you doing? Well, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I was Going for runs, wanting to die halfway through, but I have to get back, you know, things like that. You know, go, going, you know what I did last night? I went out to dinner. To a brewery or not a brewery, some pub, some pub with like a hundred beers on tap or whatever. And I had a root beer, so very commendable. Wow, wow. You mm. went to a pub with a hundred beers on tap. There was a whole you bunch of beers. Root drink. beer. I drank a root beer on tap. You're like that. Oh shit. Really living it up over here. I need what kind a of root clear beer mind it? to save the world. What kind of root beer was it? I have no clue. It was a good Stewart's? one. Was it Stewart's? delicious? Is what it was. Nice. Well, hey guys. I know last week when we finished up last Thursday, I said we were going to have James Quinn McDonough on this evening, and he was rip-roaring and ready to go. He had all kinds of insight for this London card this weekend. He was excited to come on and talk about it with us, and we were excited to talk about him because he's such an interesting character and such a legend in the bare-knuckle sport. But he had a road trip that he had to go on tonight. I wasn't going to question that. He had to reschedule. He's going to come back on in a couple weeks with us and do a thorough – like long form interview with with us because he you know he's had a crazy ass life and we got all kinds of things to talk about but with that said we have one guest tonight so it's your boys mike and mish in the local one tony soto who will be fighting august 27th in albuquerque new mexico against joshua morales what do you say we bring him right in mike and let's chop it up with bring him in right now loco loco soto soto bring him in here we go the local <laughs> he just happens to be dipping his well, tea bag you know <laughs> exactly right. it's just it's just in honor of this week's uh london card i had to have a little tea on deck for the show oh. you know are, are you eating is it crumpets or scrump how what is that word tea, <laughs> tea and tea. crumpets tea and crumpets okay i'm obviously i'm not educated enough so yeah tea and crumpets bro and you gotta get it you know you got to get a slice of the spotted dick. You know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> Pop open of that can of spotted dick and pass a little bit this way. What's well, good, gentlemen? It's good to be no. back on. I haven't talked to you guys in a little bit. It's been a while. Tony, you, uh, you're back. You're back, man. But you never really went away. You just uh, you had your second fight. You went to 2-0. and We happened to be there. We saw a fired up. Tony Soto backstage after he Mystic Mac that shit called it second round TKO. Did I not say second round? Oh yeah, remember that? That's right, I do. Remember <laughs> yeah, I was really backstage. Yeah. He yeah, said that's, a, that's it, the man. Brooklyn motherfucker. My adrenaline way. was pumping because like that's it, baby. Listen, I, I I visualized it. I've worked hard for it, and you know, just like I feel like this next fight's gonna be. This kid's never uh been in the bare knuckle world yet he's never been 
I would say even in a professional fight, honestly. I think this will be his professional debut. He's never been under those lights. And I feel like just like this last fight, I'm going to break him down in the first round, and then the second round, I'm going to end it. Yeah, Kevin Smith, I see what you said. Yeah, I got a slice for you right here too, pal. <laughs> That's funny. I was, I was hoping you were going to catch that. So you, so I caught you, that. Over there. So it's the kid's pro debut. Do you know anything about him, or did, did it not matter? They gave um, you a name well, and you took it? What's going on there? Uh, well, what had happened was I've had – I was originally supposed to fight Chevy Bridges. Um, Chevy had an unfortunate hand injury that happened, and uh, we weren't able to fight. There was a couple other names that were thrown in the hat. Um, a couple of the people who didn't want to sign. Um, it is what it is. Um, this kid – Say, hey, fuck it, I'll do it. You know, and I big props to him, big props to Josh. He's ready to get in there and uh, put on a show, and I'm ready to put on a show with him. So we're here, baby. Are you guys the opening fight on the card? I believe we're supposed to, yeah, I believe from what I've seen, but those cards change sometimes. You know, that's what it is. That's why it always says, you know, subject, card subject to change. Um, but believe it or not, shit, let's get it out of the way. I'll be ready to bang it out so I can watch the rest of the show. Um, but what not a better way? For the local one to start off the show. That's what you I'm know, saying. Just like, just like I started off the main card on the last one, you know, like let's get it going. I, I I visualize and I see it. So I went from being on the main card of my first fight, right? This the last one. I was the first fight on the main card. Now I'm going as the first fight as a preliminary on uh, YouTube, but I mean that's more viewers. So what I'm guessing is the third fight. I mean the the fourth one might might just be. Main event, who knows? I might be a main event soon. Who knows? Let's keep let's keep racking up those dubs. There we go. Now now Jacob says that he saw him try out in Slidell. He said he looked good. Um Kevin Smith's watching right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Kevin, are, is Josh one of your guys? If he is, drop drop a yes in the uh comments there. I for some reason I thought he was. I could be completely fucking wrong. No, my fucking my fucking cat and dog over here fucking around. Get out of here. Hey, you know what? You know, I was almost late to this show. I got on here right before the show. Mike and uh, and Tony were chopping it up with each other a little bit. The reason why I was late, speaking of your cat. So my my wife's petting the cat on the bed over here, and uh, she notices that the fucking cat's got a big-ass hole in her back. Like something Jeez. something got her outside, and she was like, wow, she's so cuddly right now. She Our cat's kind of a dickhead. And she's like, mm. she's never like this. Oh, my God. I wish she was always like this. And she's petting her. And um, look at that. Mike said, fuck this shit. And he got the out. The fucking May is gone. He's you, not you even know fucking. Why? You know why? He's a, he's allergic to cats. That's why. Ah. <laughs> no, but that's what my, my wife had to take the cat to like a 24-hour emergency room thing for animals. And uh, yeah, that's why I was almost late for my own show. But here I am talking to the loco one. Mike's up in New Hampshire with some shoddy uh, internet. So let's continue talking about you. Kevin Smith says, yes, he's signed to him after the Slidell tryout. So that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I see. He actually had some clips on the, the tryouts from over there. He looks like a solid dude. And I say, I have nothing bad to say about the kid. I really don't know nothing about him. I just know, you know, he's ready to go ahead and uh, go to bare knuckle. I'm here to meet him and ready to put on a damn show with him. You know, that's it. And you know what, you, like you just said, you just give him, you have nothing against him. You got to give the kid props, man. He has seen, he has, he has been able to go back and watch your two first bare knuckle fights, your first two bare knuckle fights, which you won both of them. You are clearly a tough motherfucker who knows what you're doing inside the squared circle. That kid could have very well 
been like, you know what? I don't know I, for my for my uh, debut, but nah, fuck it. I give him props. Shit, you know he's he's a Latino like me, man. We we don't look at shit like that. We look at opportunities and we go in there. And we take advantage of our opportunities. So I get like I said, I give nothing. I give the kid nothing but props. But um, you know, at the end of the day, somebody's got to be the winner. And in my eyes, no matter what, it's gonna. I'm 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 just I'm too retarded to get hurt and quit and too dumb as a motherfucker to get knocked out so i don't see it happening i'm sorry oh shit the mayor's back hey let me ask you this tony um since you have been you're welcome back mike i don't know what happened what'd you do hi mike it's, you know what it is is because i'm in this stupid ass hotel that got me in this country ass <laughs> fucked up state you know what i mean Unbelievable. yeah welcome to the Stop. mission right, Loco show. hey so so tony Two fights into your career, you're looking like in your you're in the best shape of your life. You're looking healthy. What are you doing different with yourself these days? After your last two fights, you're looking better than ever. I see the training videos. I see the speed. I see the power. I see you skating. What's changed, man? Um, actually, a lot has changed. A lot has changed mentally. Um, I wanted to tweak a lot of things in my uh, my circle, my inner circle. Um, I took out, you know, I, I weeded out some of those things I felt that were holding me back. Um, I've also tweaked my diet. I started eating 10 times more cleaner. If you thought I was eating clean before, I'm eating cleaner than I was ever. Um, get more in tune with my body. Uh, I've been pushing myself, my training, you know, 34 years old. I think I'm faster than half these fucking young kids in their early 20s i'm fast as lightning right now man the drills and things that we've been doing at jimmo's i mean I, I'm, I'm definitely the fastest the sharpest that i've been i won't say this is the best version of me i say this is the newest version of me so that's that's how i'm looking at it right now um what the hell was i just gonna say uh go ahead mike talk i just lost well when, when i when i when I left this, the the show, did you talk about the fighter you were supposed to go against? Where you guys had a little bit of a fucking back and forth going? I was yeah, excited me, me to and see fucking you. me and she, uh, Chevy Chevy Bridges, man, me and Heavy in the Chevy, Heavy Chevy. You know, I not you know I like that guy, man. He, he's he's just like me. You know, he's a hungry dude. He's re ready to put on a show. He's not afraid to talk shit and not gonna get fucking emotionally scarred like half these fucking mooks out there. You know. Well, what about Matt, though? Matt, Matt, that kid is nobody. Nobody. Listen, the fucking problem is when people are annexing for all this money like they're fucking worth it. You're not worth it, okay? Prove yourself, okay, pal? You never made fucking weight and you want $10,000 to fight me? You know what I mean? You're fucking scared. You're just throwing out a number. You're throwing out a number so somebody's like, oh, 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 we'll give it to you. They ain't gonna give you that, boy. You ain't, you ain't worth it. You ain't worth it. You're talking about Matt Prater? Is that what we're talking about? No, nah, Matt, Matt, Matt Baby who? Nuts Phillips, that fucking dude. Oh, Phillips, dude. Matt Phillips, that kid. That's right. Yeah, He's a remember dweeb. they were supposed to fight too. Tony had two opponents here. And, you know, you think it's because he saw that he was ranked somehow and then he figured, hey, look... <laughs> All right, top five. Give me that money. I, I and I have to and I have to say this: like that rank system is fucking two thumbs down. If I had a third thumbs, like I fucking put a third one. But listen, I, I don't think we can go off that. I really do not think we can go off that because apparently nobody's going off that, and it's just putting a number next to a name. Like 
the Lily dude came from from England. He's undefeated. Yes, I understand that. It's great. That's phenomenal. He's a great fighter. Take nothing away from the dude. But then he's instantly one fight. He's in the rankings. Like, huh? Chad Mendes wins one fight. Boom, top. Like, come on, bro. Let's make yeah. sense. Here. Number one Let's contender for the title. Let's be real here. We no, have to make sense. Sorry. It doesn't make sense. What you're doing is you're putting big names up there so it looks good, okay? And then it's like, oh, wow, these are the top guys. Nah, dog, the top guys are actually the motherfuckers who were starting with the organization. I'm not even talking about me. There's other guys in there that have been putting in work before me and before them, and they're not even fucking ranked. So I, I can see where you're going with that, but I think the comparison between James Lilly and Chad Mendes is a little off, if you ask me, because... At least James Lilly was coming from bare knuckle fighting. Yeah, for sure. No, Chad Mendez, I, I'm with you 100% on that. Chad Mendez came from MMA. He had one bare knuckle fight ever in his career. He's one or no, he number one contender. That doesn't make any sense. James Lilly was like six and oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you sure. know what I mean? Like, I could see him making the rankings. But if you if you win this one and, and all of a sudden you're number five in the rankings, that doesn't mean anything to you? I don't mean shit, bro. It's another, it's just a number next to my name, bro. The hard work. And the the dedication that I put into this shit, and you know, it that's gonna show because I don't, I really don't care about the rankings. I can be where I'm at right now, and then guess what? Just like that, I forgot that dude's name before Gerard, before uh, uh, before Bennett, uh, what's his name? Uh, before Reggie did, he was two and zero, and he got a fucking title fight. He wasn't ranked. See what I'm saying? So that shit really doesn't matter, bro. I'm just here to fight, collect a nice check. Go and spend it on new tires and call it a day. That's it. Hey, uh, Jacob adds right here, plus Mendez beat Fames. Yeah. That's, that's that's even more flame to the fire, right? I mean, you know what I mean? That's even more of a reason why you shouldn't be in there. And then Fames no offense to you, Fames, but you know what I mean? It's like unbelievable. Fames would uh, probably agree. He'd probably yeah. be like, fuck no, that's ridiculous. What is this? Yeah. yeah, but see the thing about it is like I said when when I before I fought uh Sykes in my first fight in the interview, I told her about like I'm not I'm he's definitely gonna be the hungrier fighter. You know, I'm doing this because I enjoy it. It's something that I've always loved to do. I've always loved fighting, you know, hitting somebody and not getting in trouble for it, I think is the best fucking feeling you could ever have. And that's I guess that's a Brooklyn thing. But um real talk. Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way. After that fight, there's something clicked in my head and that and that just made me hungry. It just made me hungry. It was like, you know what, I'm meant for this shit. Like like the lights, the fucking, the energy, the, the, the fucking, the, the, just the barbarianism, the, I don't even know if that's a word, but you know, that, that shit just, just clicked. It just clicked. And then I became hungry. Like if I was getting ready for a motherfucking skate competition back in like, oh nine over here, bro. I mean, just ready to go dog. Ready. Speaking so, about skating, I saw you hitting up the friggin' bowl the other day. You're, you're doing a kick flip ninjutsu tricks and shit what are you doing well you know rest in peace to a bed one of my closest friends one of my childhood friends you know from a very long time um he passed away unfortunately and uh we threw a memorial for him at the skate park where we all grew up and uh all of us were there all of us who all grew up together and you know i told myself so many times as i was driving there i was like don't go hard don't do nothing you haven't skated in like seven years like for real for real don't Fucking, I'll go, I'll go there a day before the memorial, get warmed up, and I'm like, nah, I'm shredding tomorrow. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got a fucking, I got a nice little scrape on my back. I was like, let me put my shirt back on. I was like, and then my buddy's like, I'm going to put my money on the other guy if you get hurt. I'm like, 
You're gonna lose your fucking money, you, dude. It looked it looked like you never lost a beat, man. It looks yeah. like it was a little walk in the park for you doing that. Yeah, thing. it's something. It's second nature. I'm gonna tell you right now, and I've said it more than fucking once. You're not gonna hit me harder than I've hit myself. The concrete does not give. Your fucking knuckles are eventually gonna give. The concrete doesn't, bro. I'm telling you. I see you saw that. I I think you posted it, but you also sent us that video of you like um clearing some gap onto some platform and then falling off the platform. Oh, yeah. oh my god, that was like <laughs> I fell off. I jumped from a truck onto a van and then I fell off the fucking van right onto my head and took my hat off, put it right back on and got up. That like, was a you truck know, to a van. That's what that was. Truck to a van, yeah. <laughs> How about one day on your walkout, right? you do you come down skating to the ring and you hit a small ramp over the ropes and you crucifix boom into the <laughs> ring you know what i'm saying i would listen the, the only the only thing about that is you know there's so many different like things that could happen i don't want to be on fucking bar stool over here oh fire skates to the ring and fucking blow. bails and i fall off the side of the fucking ring yeah. or something. blow your knees out yeah, you guys off for bed on my knees you guys remember blew. um Remember the Robin Big show back in the day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Robin Big went to WrestleMania and he and Rob trained with Rowdy Roddy Piper, they were trying to come up with a gimmick for him being a skater. And that's exactly what he did. They set up a ramp next to the WrestleMania ring and Rob what? jumped in. Dude, look that shit up. It's on no, YouTube. No, I, I, I think I remember that clip. But the thing about it is that Big Kids ain't going to let me do that shit. Like, that's I not, know, yeah. Crazy. Sounds perfect. Perfect. Now, a fucking a main event, if and when, in, 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 in fact, I do get a main event, I will definitely be skating out to that motherfucker, bro. <laughs> definitely be skating out to that motherfucker. It'd be awesome, too, bro. It'd be a beautiful thing. But honestly, man, I... I just feel like when I went out there and came back, because of course, you know, I went, I ran on the Brooklyn Bridge, you know, I'm getting soaking in that energy again, and you know, it's all where it all started, man. Like people, people getting into bare knuckle. I got into bare knuckle as a sport, but I've been fighting for a long fucking time, you know, on the street. Then I started boxing. Well, let's guys get it correct. Then I started kickboxing. Then I started boxing. Then I went to MMA, and like. A lot of people don't realize this shit, bro, but bare knuckle to me, I think, is one of the funnest out of all of it, man. It's one of the only places in there where it's like, <laughs> I go on what I got. Like this is it. This is this this is your weapon, bro. When you choose your weapon, this is it right here. It's fucking awesome, man. It's really a um it's it's a sport above all other sports, honestly. Like me and him, you know, we've been diehard combat sports fans for a long time in our lives. Boxing. I grew up with watching boxing, you know, Mike, Mike, Ty, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield era. That was like my era of boxing. I loved uh, Riddick Bowe and fucking Lennox Lewis and all them guys. But then UFC came around. I got super into MMA. We started the show. We were covering MMA to start. But then I like really started getting into bare knuckle and I really haven't turned myself back since. Um, See, I was more of a pride, a pride fight. And uh if you ever heard of Rio Heroes, Rio yeah. Heroes is basically like bare knuckle MMA before it was a fucking thing. And I've been watching that shit forever. If you get a chance, it's Rio, R-I-O Heroes. 
And I mean, they're bare knuckle and they're in a little cage. It's not even like a fucking cage. It's basically like a little walkway with a fence. And there's headbutts, there's uppercuts, there's fucking groin shots, all that shit, bro. That, I grew up watching that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> that's, that's some shit right there. And then I started watching Pride Fighting and mm -hmm. then MMA. Like, that, that's how that shit started, really. No, Pride was uh, the shit. Soccer. Oh, oh dude. Pride was the shit, and uh, the axe murderer. When remember when the BKFC announced that uh, he was going to be coming in, but that, that never really panned out. I don't know what happened there, but Vandalay Silva in a bare knuckle ring would have been fucking fantastic. Yes, I don't care what age, bro. That motherfucker is a right now. animal. Animal, <laughs> yeah. Right now, hey, Vandalay Silva versus Chris Lytle. Let's do it. Jeez, that'd be awesome. What? Let's do it. Let's awesome. book it. I got to put uh, my money on my man Chris, though. I don't know. Chris was looking sharp, man. I, yeah. And I was seeing him in, uh, where were we, in Tampa. I've been trucking was getting ready for his fight, and I was working out in the gym. He came in, and he's still fucking shredded up, man. Don't sleep on Chris. <laughs> sure is. He's always in the gym. Every time we go to one of these events, like we, we're hanging down in the lobby to, shooting the shit with people, and all of a sudden Chris is coming out of the whatever gym area that that hotel has. Like, hey, what's going on? I just hit the gym, you know. <laughs> the guy is always working, man. Now, let's talk about this event. Hey, this event, would you say, has not gotten the attention that it that it really deserves? Because it's a very good card in Albuquerque, New Mexico. But Mike and I had talked about this previously on the show. I believe it's a victim of timing because they're having the one of the biggest events in the company's history in London just seven days before. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think yeah, you're, you guys have definitely hit the the nail on that one. It's it's definitely taking away from the shine from this card. You got, you know, you got Taylor, and you got Christine. That that that's a fight that everybody's been waiting to see. They just want to see these two chicks throw the fuck down. And I mean, look at Killer B. She's ready. I think this is the best shape we have all have seen her in. And then you got Misfit, who's looking sharper than than usual. And, and I mean, this fight I think is gonna be a fucking it's gonna be a bloodbath. That's my opinion. I think it's gonna go all five. It's gonna be a bloodbath. But there's only gonna there's only there's can only be one winner, and I gotta go with my girl Killer B. So And you train you've trained with her, right? Are you guys in are you guys still training together? No, you still see we don't, her often? We don't, we're not in the same gym. We just uh my fucking eyes are itchy as hell. Um <laughs> no, we're not in the same gym, but they were just like open sparring at um Modern World where she trains and I go by there and she used to train at GMOs all the time and that that was a gym that I'm um affiliated with. And uh, it's we're friends, so it's like you know we see each other here and there. We shoot the shit. And I was talking to her earlier today about some fucking just the medicals that were getting done and all that bullshit. So you know that's my homegirl. That's that's my girl. So I'm riding with her. That's it. When you fight I, that night, I I hope that you have someone in mind to call out. Right, you got to be able to call someone out at the you know take the mic somehow that night. You need to call somebody out, and I, I have somebody in mind. Are they gonna bring the mic anymore? I don't. I know we don't you even get, get fucking on. medals anymore. I, you know, I have all my medals over there that I have a nice collection of of all my fights, and and, and I got my bare knuckle ones. And now I'm not gonna be getting any medals anymore. Kind of hurts a little bit, but yeah, that's an unfortunate uh, situation that happened with the medals and all that. But but hey, look, maybe they don't bring the microphone in the ring, but you're probably gonna get interviewed before the fight or after the fight. You're gonna we're gonna be there. We're gonna interview you. Throw some names out there. Well, there's one person that put out a post the other day, twiddling his thumbs, just sitting on a recliner in his living room, just like, "Where's my fight? I need my fight." And his name is Tom Schof. He hmm. needs a fight. 
Yeah, that sounds great. Better than the loco uh, one. Sounds great. Listen, I love the guy. Good dude. I, um, I even walked up to him in Alabama before I even had my first uh, bare knuckle fight. I said it'd be a pleasure to fight you, and I look forward to fighting you one day. And that uh, that offer still stands. I, and the words of Conor McGregor, I don't shy away from a fight. You know, I'm here. I'm here to put on a show. I think me and him would put on a hell of a fucking show. But that's the main event shit right there. That right there is main event shit right there. You're talking about two dogs. I ain't going to quit. And he ain't going to quit. So it's going to be five rounds of straight fucking bloodbath and just beyond, bro. I like that. Bloodbath and beyond. Copyright local soda. <laughs> bloodbath <laughs> bloodbath and beyond. It. I love that shit. So, um, get that t-shirt really, really, really ready. Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that the guy that's in the comments that's saying, let's get it. I got something for you. His name is Chevy Bridges. You're trying to tell me that you don't want to run that with Chevy Bridges? I oh, mean, uh, you guys are already supposed to fight. I mean, you guys should get that one in first. Listen, Chevy, you know I love you, little guy, but you get your get your feet wet. Get your feet wet. You got it wet before. You got it wet. You got your little you got your little L after that, but come back and get you a little tune-up fight, you know, and then we we can talk. We can talk. You know, I love you, bro. You like that bloodbath and beyond. Yeah, yeah. Copyright local soda. Um, <laughs> you should you should but, get uh, skirts, man. I'm telling you, that shit is yeah, perfect. But but real talk. I listen. I, I'm not here to cherry pick. And then and then I do have to say this though. They they threw out Jordan Nash at me before. I have I love the guy. I have nothing against him. Um, they try to get me to fight on the 23rd of July to fight him and it was too. I had literally I paid for my vacation. If I was gonna back out of my vacation, it would be more. For when I paid for that vacation that I was going to make off that fight. So it didn't make no sense to me. And and I got to do what makes sense in my life. And that didn't make sense. And, you know, don't ever think I'm saying no to anybody. It's it's all about, it's got to be the right timing too. Timing is everything in this world. And especially in the fight world, timing is everything. But we will meet one day too, pal. Listen, I'm I'm here to fight. Like, that's it. Like, there's no fucking, oh, oh, oh he's scared fight him or oh he won't fight him or oh there's not enough money bro just give me a decent enough check to cover my shit i'll do what i do because i got a fucking career already that's it <laughs> i don't think anybody thinks you're afraid of anyone so i think no. that's safe to say um dude let's talk about this weekend a little bit the bkfc's in london go guys... joe elmore ah! Sorry, I, I was going to say, man, I, well, I think I, you just answered my question i was going to say which, which <laughs> one is, this, this fight this fight card is fucking insane. The main event, MVP and Perry is fantastic. Connor ah. Turney and Joe Elmore. You don't, yes, you don't, you're not interested fucking, in that main event. That's a main event fight right there, bro. You, you know, Mike Perry versus MVP. I'm really not that interested in it. I, I, I I'm really not. I, I just think it's gonna be Perry. You know, being very aggressive, walking forward, stalking. This guy's gonna fucking run around the ring. This is going to happen the whole fight. He's going to run. He's going to run the whole fight. He's going to try to pick them off with a jab and run around. Now, Connor and Elmore, they're going to fucking bang. They're going to stand there and bang. Lily and uh, um, and Good John, Good they're going to fucking bang. You're talking about some high-level boxing together and bare knuckle. Those two fucking guys alone, bro. I mean, this card is... I think this card has the potential to be one of the best cards in BKFC history, if you ask me. And I'm just putting that out there. I, I really think so. The, the level of talent on this shit, any one of these fights can be a main event. Like, that's the that's the fucking thing about this, man. It's, it's going to be phenomenal. But, you know, I, I hey, Tilly, what's his name? Not Tilly. Uh, uh, who's the dude I almost fighting again? Attorney. Tierney. Connor, Connor Tierney. Hey, I fucking love the guy. 
That fucking dude's phenomenal. He's a great boxer, very sharp, smooth. You know, he's like a sniper in there, man. But I don't think he's ever fought a dog like Elmore. Elmore's a dog. You can punch him in the face, you can hit him with a hammer, you can take a shovel in the back of the head and keep coming at you, bro. You got to kill the guy. So it's just what it is. He, he's on another level of intensity right now. <laughs> yes, I don't know if you saw him on with us, man. That dude. I hung out something. with the fucking guy. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I thought I was loco. <laughs> Shit, bro. Yeah, yeah he's wow. fucking crazy. I would like to see. Oh, you know. Yeah, I would like to see Loco, Elmore, and Perry in a room together and see what the three of you guys get get the fucking talking to. Because uh, I don't I think, think Perry all... likes me, man. I don't think Perry likes. I walked up to him in my in uh, Tampa, and I said, "Hey, what's going on, you fucking mook?" He said, "What well, fucking mook? What, what the fucking mook?" I was like, "Nah, it's, it's cool. It's like, what's going on, guy? How you doing, pal? You know, sport." And he goes, "Well, I don't like it. I feel insulted." And then I just put my arm around him. Nah, you're all right, pal. And I took a picture with him. He's getting ready to fucking punch me, I think. Well, your first impression <laughs> on him is calling him a fucking mook. Maybe, and maybe, uh, maybe I'm the same. No I'm the same. I'm the same every and anywhere I go. If you've met me, I am the same. I change for nothing and nobody. If you don't like me, fight me. You don't like me, take a hike. Bake a cake. I buy you an easy bake oven. I don't give a fuck, bro. In the bar, in the bar. There is no weight classes. You know what I'm saying? So, what are you going to do? You fucking sucker punch me, I'll fucking kick you in the neck when you're not looking. I don't care, you know? Fuck. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, so, you're saying, okay, let's go like this, uh, Tony. Who wins the Paige Perry fight? Quick. Oh, I got Perry. Perry. Turn, I got Perry uh, for Go ahead. Wait, Perry for what? Oh, I got Perry because I think Platinum Perry is going to use some good pressure. I think he's got a fucking block head who can take an amount of damage. And I think MVP is going to hurt his little fucking teabag fingers on his head. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think Perry's going to fucking eventually clip him. Did you guys see the live interview with them two today with uh, yes. uh, Ariel Hawani? No, he said his head that his head looks like a ball sack. <laughs> he said your head looks like a ball sack and your chin looks like gooch hair, and I'm gonna put yeah. my fist up your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Who writes this stuff for him? Because he's not thinking of that. No, <laughs> nah, yeah, I think he is. I think he's kind of he's yeah, he's a little whacked, you know. Like yeah, I like that. That's good. Perry, that's a good one, pal. I like it. It, it was it was real funny because because like MVP was saying some like intelligent sounding shit right before that. And he said something, whatever he said. And then Perry took like a long pause. He was like, your head looks like a nutsack. <laughs> and your chin hair looks like gooch hair. <laughs> and I'm He's been saying play. a lot of weird shit to, to Venom Page leading uh, up to this well, fight. He's it's trying to get in his fun. head. He's, he's, he's getting in his head, I guess, you know, but. You know, Michael, I had a good a friend of mine who actually fought Michael Venom Page. Uh, his name is uh, Jeremy Holloway. He's actually from here, from Hickory. Um, it's actually one of the, I, I believe, one of the only submissions Michael Venom Page has on because he didn't want to stand up with him and bang. Um, they put him in a fucking like toehold kind of thing. It was weird. But uh, I don't think, I don't think pay, uh, Michael Venom Page is going to have what it takes as far as bare knuckle, man. It, it's just different. Like a lot of these guys think they can just come in here, especially with his kind of style. It's kind of like karate based style. He likes to bounce, bounce, bounce. And with somebody like fucking 
Platinum Perry is going to put pressure on you, and you're going to keep bouncing. You can't throw those side kicks to the leg. You can't throw right. those 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 weird spinning kicks. No, you got to punch and punch, and then eventually, you know, you're going to hurt your own hand on his fucking block head. Like it's going to happen. Like, the dude's yeah, got to block. Yeah, I mean, if you've seen any of his fights, and like you said, it's 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 bare knuckle. It's not MMA, right? And, and so he likes to fight at a distance, and he's very successful when he fights trouble fighting. And he has all the tools at his disposal. Here he's just, he has punches, and he, you know, mm -hmm. you know. So it yeah, it's, if Perry's really pushing the pace and and coming after him, clinching and stuff, I, I don't know how well he's gonna do separating or fighting in the clinch but that's the excitement of it right we just don't oh, I can't wait I can't wait I can't wait for that fight and then you know you got uh I can't wait to see Zion get in there and fucking throw on a hell of a fucking show I, I'm really shooting a root for uh, Zion to get in there and get back in the winning column that's a good dude right there you know he deserves to be uh one of the top fighters in BKFC you know Zion's a hell of a fighter man that's right. He's on your card too. I was we were going through your guys's card the other day and like we said it's so overlooked, man. You got the the main event that we talked about, but then you got the uh the debut of both John Dotson and Ryan Benoit both from the UFC. They're going to be fighting in the co-main event. You got Jeremy Pitbull Smith. That dude is a fucking monster. He's in he's in there 185 yep. pounder. Um he could be a real contender. Um, right. the fucking book, dude. I, Isaac Valley Flag versus Brad Kelly. That's oh, another you know, one. You know, Brad Kelly is coming into this fight in the best shape I have ever seen him in. I mean, this dude. I was talking to him <laughs> earlier today, man, and I seen his story on Facebook. Jesus Christ, he is coming in, fucking ready to kill, bro. I mean. I'm going to pray for Valley Flag on this one because <laughs> Kelly is just on a whole nother level, bro. He should, Machine Gun Kelly is right because he's going to fucking shoot your face with some jabs, bro. Yeah, we talked to him just recently. Um, he seems like he's in a better place right now. He seems very content with where he's training. Uh, like you said, he's in phenomenal shape. He's yeah. looking to display all the the skills that he's been sharpening over the last and that's few the months. thing about it. a lot of people don't realize you know when, when it comes down to training and getting ready for a fight it's not about more of the physical it's more of the mental man your mental it's, it's got to be there you know that drive you know what's pushing you to, to to make to the next level and pushing yourself to be that better you that you envision and that's what has happened with kelly and that's what's happening with me you know and i'm sure zion's been fucking working his ass off as well you know, and, and these are the guys that I'm really, including myself, you know, I feel like we're those guys in right now on this card that are going to just show the fuck out. You know, look out, for, uh, look out for us three to have either knockout of the night or fucking fight of the night. That's a fact. You know what, Tony? You're, we talked about your placement on this card. If you are the first fight of the night and you are on the YouTube uh, free prelims, dude, they stacked the free prelims. With Kyle McElroy and uh, Watts, Josh Watson, is it Josh Watson? Josh Watson, right? Mm -hmm. uh, two giant fucking heavyweights. Um, Kyle McElroy is looking like he really decided to change some things about himself in, since his last fight. He's looking in better shape since he fought Zach Kalmas, so I'm interested in that one. But Jamie Hinshaw, who was on our show last week, is the former Invicta, uh, I mean, uh, King of the Cage, Adam Weight champion, and she's fighting Cassie Robb, and everyone knows who Cassie Robb is. She doesn't have a boatload of wins, but 
Everyone knows her. They see her on the internet and they've seen her fight twice in the BKFC. So between the heavyweight bout, the two women fighting, and then your fight, that's a fucking awesome free prelim right there, for sure. For sure. And I'm telling you, it's it's my fight's gonna be one of when people are getting ready for bed that night after the whole entire show's over, my fight's gonna be one of them that's like, wow, that motherfucker really he did that to him. Like I want it to be the last thing you think of before you go to bed. And you fucking you brush your teeth, you know, you fucking wash your ass, whichever order you do it in, and then you lay in your bed and you're looking in the fucking ceiling and you're thinking, wow, he really he really did that to him. <laughs> this shit in real life, he did that to him. That that's what you're gonna envision. I want it to be a fight that you can all remember. You know, like this like this is what my skill set is. This is what I'm bringing to BKFC. Okay, David Felderman, this is the guy that you need to put on the fucking top over here. That's that's what I'm looking for. That's a statement right there. there It'll you go. be like that meme, you know, where the wife is looking at the, the husband laying in bed and she's like, I bet he's thinking about bitches. And then it's like, <laughs> exactly. yeah, man, that Tony Soto knockout was just unbelievable, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even if, listen, even if I don't get the knockout, me and this kid go in and bang, we're going to bang. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a, an amazing display of bare knuckleism. Yes, I call it bare knuckleism. Trademark Tony Loco Soto. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great, man. I can't wait, bro. I'm actually excited. Um, you know, this is gonna be one of the first fights that my wife is not gonna be at. So it's a little 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 harsh for me. You know, I like her being there by me. I like hearing her voice when I'm in the in there fighting. But you know, I'll get over that. You know, she's always been my rock. That lady right there, man. She. She she tells me, you know, go ahead and kill this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Is, uh, she just couldn't make the trip this time. Uh, you know, she she's has she's a teacher, so she has to. Uh, uh, school starting up. Yeah, yeah she got to teach the youth, but um, the youth, the youths, youth. they got to she got to teach the youths. But she she told me she sat me down. She looked me in the face, and I thought she was gonna say something like fucking real serious. You know, like I was like, "What's up? You good?" She goes, "Yeah, I need to do me a favor, honey." For this fight, though, for real. So what? Make that motherfucker bloody. Make him <laughs> so fucking bloody. I said, 10-4, babe. I got you. I will do that. That's so, fucking awesome, man. Well, well, it, you know, it, we, we, were t- <laughs> we were talking about Elmore earlier, and uh, <laughs> he's told us a couple of times about what his wife tells him before he gets into the ring. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard that before. No, no. Go ahead. Show me. Well, whoa, whoa. He, sa- he says... That this this dude's got her in an alleyway, and he's ready to, you know what? And that's what she says to him before he goes into the ring, and he gets yeah. all riled up, you know? <laughs> he said that to us twice. I was like, damn, dude, that's fucking crazy-ass shit. Yeah, that's that fucking... Turns you know, a switch oh, on. So, so uh, Elmore lost uh, a bet to me, so you'll be seeing my name on his arm uh, in London. <laughs> what? Oh, beautiful. Yes. So basically, my my uh, my friend Brian Battle, who won the Ultimate Fighter on uh, UFC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he fought his friend, who was supposed to fight in the main event, Gore. So they fought. So Elmer calls me right before the fight starts, and he goes, "All right, I make you a bet." I'm like, "What's up? Let's go. What you want to do?" He goes, "So on your next fight, on your walkout, you write your name on the shirt, on the sleeve, or anywhere on the shirt. If 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 you if you lose, I'll wear it on mine." So now he's in London card, and I said, "Bro, don't forget." He said, "Now I'm a man of my word." So, 
It's going to have like a heart that says Soto with like an arrow to it. That would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go through it and a little Elmore on it, a little, little Loco and Elmore. But yeah, Yo, your, your, boy, your boy Brian Battle fucking put on a show that night too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Shout out to him. I'm sure you were pumped, man, because the head kick knockout for one oh, was fantastic. I was screaming, dude. And my buddy, my buddy uh, Nas, he actually won yesterday on the uh, Contender Series. Uh, he just knocked the dude out from Brooklyn, man. My man's from Brooklyn. He, he knocked the dude out in the fourth, uh, what was it, the third round in the Contender Series. So, you know, bro, my homie, my homies are all getting doves. You know, it's, I'm, up, I'm on deck, bro. We got to get this. You got to keep this fucking running streak going, bro. You gotta feed off that energy, man. When, when, when there's get energy in the universe like that, bro. You gotta fucking you gotta feed off that shit and you gotta you gotta just throw it right back. That's it. The bro, contend- so- the the contender series has been fantastic this season too. This this current season. I I didn't watch last night's episode. It's the first one I haven't seen yet, but every episode so far, except for the no, the, the second episode of the season when Dana White came out and like fucking lambasted everybody that was on the show. Didn't give out any contracts, and he was like, "You guys want to fucking get a contract? You better come here and fight." The very next show after that, the one battle was on. That whole fucking card was absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Yeah, that, that motherfucker shows up and he he does what he needs to do. But uh, all I have to say is, man, I think this is the most calmest. Also, I think I've ever been for like a fucking fight, bro. Like, I'm so ready to explode. I have so much built up aggression in me that I'm going to release on this fucking dude. It's not even funny, bro. Big Tony said, Tony, DJ Tony show. says, what's, what's good, Stu Nods? You fucking guy. What's up, bro? What up? What it do? What it do? I got to get yeah. a fucking haircut. Look at me. I got the fucking, I got the, where is it? Right there. I'm getting bald. Right there. <laughs> it's like an uh, axe hit you in the head. You see that shit? Yeah. What's going on here? I got the, what is it? The Charlie Chapman? What is it? No, the Alfalfa? What the fuck is that over there? Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, we're excited to see you. We're going to be down there in Albuquerque, man. Um, Not alcoholic beers. Let's get it. Yeah, we're going to drink it. You know, we called them on deployments, Tony. When you go overseas, you can drink all the near beer that you can fucking possibly want. That's what we called it in the the military. On post, they sell near beer. That's what non-alcoholic beer is. It's almost beer. So, and and the true alcoholics overseas... We'll sit there and drink a fucking 12 pack of non alcoholic beer in a day. Like, dude, why are you doing that? You can't possibly like the taste of beer that much to drink 12 non alcoholic well, beers. I've, I've had some like non alcoholic IPAs, non alcoholic like Heineken. Like, you know, this is the only camp I think I've ever had that I have not drank. I usually drink tequila. It was part of my diet, you know, because it has probiotics and it helps with my god recovery and you can look up the benefits of tequila helps people with type 2 diabetes fucking promote sleep aid all that shit bro and i was like i'm done with alcohol i just don't want to drink anymore i'm good i want to be 100 so instead of drinking like i'll have non-alcoholic beers or i'll take shots of beet juice i'm sure you guys have seen that too beet juice beet juice yeah. yep it oxidates oxidates the i can't even say it oxidates the blood and, uh, you know, it opens up your blood capillaries and all that shit, man. You know, it helps with stamina. It helps with, you know, going the distance if you need to. And it's great for you, man. Did you make up another <laughs> word? Is oxidate a word? or is Oxidate. It oxi- 
Yeah, oxidized. Is it oxidized? oxidized? Yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't, I'm, not carrying a, I'm not carrying a fucking dictionary around with me. All right, you get what you get. All right, Paul, what the fuck? Yeah, what the hell, Kyle? What are you doing here? This is freaking hey, the future. We don't use I'm this just shit. Breaking, I'm just breaking balls on this. Yeah, break your fucking balls. What is this? Look, look, gooch hair right here. What is this? Huh? That's that gooch hair. <laughs> I'll put my fist right in your asshole. Hey, don't threaten <laughs> me with a don't threaten me with a good time. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tony, hey, what'd you think about the uh, the Paige Van Sant fight getting moved off that card just five five days away from the the first London card? What'd you think about? I don't. That? I just don't think about it. You didn't think about it. You I don't. Care? <laughs> think about it. I don't, I don't. I don't think about it. That's not. That's a fight that none nobody in the band uncle world gives a fuck about. Nobody cares about either of those broads. God bless. Love it. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> there it is. Okay. All you right. Gotta, you're gonna there put a fucking, you're gonna put a, a loser on the top, and then one who just came off a, a dub. I mean, yeah, she got to win. But you know, main event for an O2 person. Come on, bro. Have respect, bro. Get out of here. Fuck do you do we know if it's gonna be the main event in Denver yet? It might not be. I mean, they didn't announce that it's gonna be the main event, but oh, they, okay. They needed well, well, they I'm needed a big name, be. huh? I'm thinking it might. They be. got a big name. It's right there in the middle. It says BKFC. That's it. You know what? To be honest with you, though, to to be honest with you, this fight here didn't make any sense on that card to begin with, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and I put it in that post yesterday, and people were saying it was because of ticket sales, and it didn't have anything. They didn't move this fight because of ticket sales. They moved this fight because they needed a name for Denver, and this one made sense because it's two U.S. fighters fighting each other that didn't really belong on that card to begin with. Nobody in fucking Europe gave a shit about seeing these two fight. No offense to them. It didn't fit into that card. It makes more sense on American soil where people know them. You know what I mean? It's better for business, you know? Yeah, listen, I'm not trying to sound like a fucking, like a cocksucker, but, you know, I really don't give a fuck about either one of them, honestly. I'm sorry. I just don't care, you know? This is a winner's circle right here. This is a winning circle. A cocksucker. Okay. Okay. It's a winning Short circle. Short here, don't care, huh? Is okay. that what it is? Yeah, yeah, this is not yeah. begging for a win, please. No. Okay. We don't We do not do that, all right? All Can right. You we spell got a win, master. Spell win. Oh, man. But. Hey. We got some we got some good questions for you in a speed round tonight. Uh, for Tony Loco Soto, the man with all the answers. I think we should play a game with you. What do you say, Mike? I am ready for the game. Would you Mike, like to play a game, Tony? Would you like to play yeah, a game? Yes. Hey, let's, do it. let's play a game. Who, <laughs> let's play. Okay. What, okay. Okay. Who? What BKFC fighter is is Tony Soto impersonating right now? If you guys can answer that, I will give away this shirt tonight. I will mail it to somebody. Somebody drop. <laughs> Drop the name in the usually comments. a white a white hat like this. You can't see me. He's like John Cena. You can't see yeah. me. What, B, what, B, what BKFC <laughs> fighter? There, oh my Steve god! <laughs> you can't see me. Yo, Steve Morris. <laughs> first flick, dude. He got yes. it. Yes. Boom. Yeah. First guess, dude. <laughs> not not even take more than than Yo. one guess, and he got it. I look at yeah. Steve <laughs> Morris. He says Jay Fish all Jay day. Fish. Boom. Okay, <laughs> Jay Fish, our buddy Jay Fish. That's All right. who it is. Awesome. Steve-O, uh, message me your address, and I'll send you a shirt. <laughs> message me your address and what size you wear, and I'll send hey, you a shirt. I, 
I thought that, that shit was going to be a little bit harder than yeah, that. Just dude, like a tiny I, bit. I seriously thought that was going to be way harder. But that was good. That was good. Was you said Steve, make sure. Big shout out to Steve-O, man. That's a good dude right there. I like Steve-O, man. Yeah. Hey, and, and you know what? You're right, though. Steve-O's a good dude. He lost his last fight down in Tampa, and that kid took that loss like an absolute professional. He did a post-fight interview with us afterwards. He admitted his mistakes, said he learned from it, and he said, I'm going to fucking move forward, and I'm going to learn from my mistakes tonight, and I'm not going to fucking let this shit happen That's again. That's it. That's it. As as a professional do, as a professional does, and that's what he is. He's professional, and I, that's what we do. Big Ben says, "I can't type fast enough." That's why he didn't win a shirt. <laughs> talk to text, Ben. Talk to text. Yeah, talk to text. You stupid. Jesus Christ. Oh man, that was fun. If we can come up with another trivia question, I'll give another one away because we cleared the one thousand um, sub mark finally on our YouTube channel. We got oh, more than a thousand sub- subscribers. We were looking for that number, and we got it. Thank you guys for supporting us. As always, we're going to play a game with Tony Lozosoto, Bloodbath and Beyond himself. Here it is. Bloodbath and Beyond. Love it. Bloodbath and Beyond, Tony Lozosoto. Here we go. Number one, best skateboard trick you could pull off. Uh, Mike, Mike, is this in his life or right now? In his life. How about both? It depends, man. I've done some fucking crazy shit. Uh, Best skateboard trick I could pull off. I'm going to say we'll go with in general. I believe it was a fucking, it was pretty much like a, it was like a McTwist. There's a video of it. It was like a, it's kind of like an inward fucking 540, mm-hmm. but uh, it's pretty much like a McTwist, yeah. Beauteous. That shit's insane to me. I got videos yeah, of it, so there's poof, motherfuckers, there's poof. Yep, you better uh, post a McTwist tonight, his craziest trick. Actually, send it to Mike, we'll splice it out of this video, and we'll put it in there. Man. Gotcha. There we go. Yeah, there we go. yeah. Number two. If you could slap anyone in the face right now, who would it be? <laughs> be that fucking that, that guy that does the interviews that I told him to fuck off when I was in uh, Kansas. That tall guy, what's his name? Big boy? Fuck that guy. Oh, smack Big Boy the, Live. Smack the shit Chris out of that Jensen. guy. Chris Jensen. Yeah, smack the fucking. You don't like Chris Jensen. I saw him to his face. I don't fucking like you. Yeah, you I, remember right there. I remember that. I remember that. What we happened to, there? Are we what allowed happened? to ask you, what did he do to you? What he did to me is, with that cocksucker, I don't want to speak his name because I'm not giving him clout, that other guy. Okay. The other guy who I'm talking about, I'm, I'm sure people know who I'm talking down. about, wrote something that was fucking fucked up, and he liked it. So you like that? You 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 like what that motherfucker wrote, so you rolling with him. You like that. You, you feel that way about me. Fuck yourself, pal. Okay. That, that was my see. and and because of that other cocksucker, you know. <laughs> I, love, I love how you just call people cocksuckers and I, fucking it's hilarious to me. I love it. You can be a good <laughs> cocksucker, you can be a it's bad a fun word. <laughs> it's, it's, cocksucker is, is a word that just doesn't get used enough, man. I'm telling you. No. It gets used a lot in my world. Oh, it gets used a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'll slap right, a cat sick on everyone. We got me sweating. But, but real talk, real talk. That, that, that was my beef. It, it may sound minuscule to some, but to me, what was going on at that time, that back and forth shit between me and uh, we do not speak his name, um, it, 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 nobody in the world liked that shit, you know, because it, it was very, very fucked up. And I don't bring anybody's family into anything. But if you're going to go ahead okay. and like some shit like that, pal. I'm going to have a problem with I was going to say, then, wh- whatever he whose name shall not be said yes. uh, wrote, 
must have yeah. been pretty fucking bad. Yeah. So yeah. And, and lately I just don't react. I don't react. I don't react off of that. I don't give nobody the attention they want because that's what they want. They want that negative attention because the attention is attention. And people just want attention because they have nothing else and they have daddy issues and they got touched by their fucking dad when they were younger. I'm sorry. All right, continue. <laughs> All right, number three. Here we go. What is a what is a conspiracy that Tony Loco Soto believes in? Oh fucking Illuminati, bro! Are you kidding me? They, you know, oh, there's a shortage in potatoes now. There's a there's a shortage in gummy bears. Uh, they, all, all that shit that's going on, bro. Like fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. All this shit is being controlled. The government. I do not pay it. I don't watch the news. You know, I don't get in them fucking crazy vaccines. All that bullshit. It's all propaganda. Yeah. It's uh, I stay away from that shit. And of course. I believe in aliens, bro. We all gotta believe in aliens. Hell yeah. Listen, you bro. You're gonna tell bro. me there's eight billion motherfuckers on this planet and they can't fucking squeeze out no fucking uh, formula? Come on bro. now. I bro. see 20 people at Starbucks the other day just sitting down listening to music on their fucking AirPods and drinking coffee. You can't get no fucking formula, man. People people think I'm fucking crazy when I when I'll say some shit like this. Like, bro, where we're at right now. We're on a fucking planet right now. It's fucking rotating. You think we're only cocksuckers in the galaxy? One, <laughs> two, no. two, no. no way. Two, you 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 make love to a woman and then they have a baby, which sits in a pod, right? It's not just a belly; it's a pod that's creating life, right? Like you got to think about it like that. We're we're fucking animals. We were have to have been put here by something, you know. And then I watched yeah. that movie. I watched that movie Prey. And I was like, yeah, that's about, yeah. That's about right. That's about I right. just watched that <laughs> shit, dude. That, that shit was tough. Hey, okay. we're going to be, BKFC is going to be in Denver very soon. I believe October 15th, that one that we already talked yep, about. Um, that event, have you ever heard about the conspiracy of the Denver airport? No, it sounds cool, though. Dude, supposedly there are miles and miles of underground tunnels under the Denver airport that lead to like some air force base and some other thing. And like the budget for the, for the airport itself was like $400 million over budget, but nobody can pinpoint where that money, money got, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of graffiti inside the airport that all are codes for like different codes for some like secret underground shit. Um, oh, I gotta look into this shit. Nah, motherfuckers is tripping on acid and mushrooms. When yeah. it is, I'm telling you, look it up. I'm, telling you, up. I'm telling you to look that shit up because when we go out there, Mike, we're investigating that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> investigation. Send me a link about that shit. I'll check that shit out. All right. I'll All right. Number four. Number four. If you had to invent a sport, how would it be played? Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. If I had yeah. to invent a sport, it'd be <laughs> type woke type. Type war like type rope boxing like <laughs> type rope boxing. <laughs> so I was thinking when you like when I was writing this question, I thought to myself, "You're on a skateboard, right? And it's something like hockey. Mm-hmm. You know, you you got a stick, I, I, something like yeah. hockey. You're on a skateboard, almost like uh, or, polo, but on skateboards. Uh, do you remember the game Road Rash back in the day? You yes." You do something like that. Like everybody starts on the top of a hill. You have a bike, a skateboard, a scooter, moped, a fucking Vespa, and whatever the fuck that other guy. And then I'll go down a hill and you all just fight on the way down. Whoever makes it down first wins. That'd be pretty cool. Can I one-up you on the road rash and raise you a skitchen? 
Remember Skitchin? Ooh, I remember that shit. Skitchin, hitchin, skitchin, it's bitchin. All right. Hell yeah. What about skateboard jousting? But instead of I was like thinking a, that, but the thing about skateboard it, jousting is, man, that's some fuck. That has to hurt. Jesus what, Christ. But without, without the fucking spear or whatever they use, you got to just punch each other in the face. You you start on the top, the two sides of the ramp, you come down, and you got to, whoever knocks the other one out wins. Huh? Jesus. That sounds like a fucking, woof. That, that sounds fun, but I'll be All a right. ref. If you had to call out a skate, a, a fellow skater right now and fight him in a skating jousting match, who would it be? Mike Vallely. Mike Vallely. I don't know who that he's, is, but Mike Vallely is the is the is the old skateboard from back. He's not old, but he's a he's an older skateboard from back in the day. He used to get into all those street fights. He used to beat up security guards. He used uh, to play hockey and fight in hockey. He's a fighter. I'll fucking love to bash his face in. I thought he was gonna say Bob Burnquist, but I was wrong. <laughs> oh, he's frail. Poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. Bro. I'll fucking hit him in the fucking break like English muffins. <laughs> Here we go. Number five. What is something that nobody agrees with you on? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. There you go. <laughs> oh, shit. What, what, let me see. What's one thing nobody agrees with? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty reasonable guy. Like, uh, I'm rational, too. I'm logical and uh, <laughs> i would have i would have to go i would have to say something about primarily my wife let's go there um the fact that i think i'm always right yeah well that's part of marriage i think yeah, yeah well well I, honestly i don't know i've really never sat back and thought about that what people don't agree with me i don't know but right, now I know. you're gonna know it today and tomorrow tonight tomorrow you're gonna be like oh my god yeah it's gonna that's, that's just gonna that's just gonna eat it, you motherfuckers, bro. You're, you're gonna, gonna find out right away because you're gonna. I'm gonna be, be in bed like this. That's just gonna fucking kill me. And that damn show, The Sandman, bro. Fuck that show. That show's weird. <laughs> I, you know what? I watched the first episode. I didn't know what to think about it. I didn't dislike it. I didn't like it, and I that didn't go back going. and watch the second one. I gotta watch the <laughs> second one. I'm 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 already almost finished with it, but God, I'm over here watching like, yeah, <laughs> your emotional. You know, I'm not. What does something nobody agrees with me about? I don't know. I really. I... Tony Soprano didn't die at the end. Uh, he, he's alive somewhere. <laughs> Listen, <All right>. <laughs> what if, if you're wrong, you're right. If you're right, you're wrong. So I don't know. You know I'm trying to think. Here we go. Number six. Number six. What is your favorite thing to do outside of training? Oh, I fucking super enjoy hanging out with my kids. I love hanging out and taking them out places and just having good family time. I think that's one of the best joys in my life as as a man and as a father and as a fighter and as as just just an overall person. Just seeing the joy in their fucking hearts and their faces, man, that shit is the best. That's just the most heartwarming thing I could ever ever do in my life. Besides training and that right there is what I. 100% put my everything into. Dude, I couldn't agree with you more because I here I am, right? I'm out on a, on a work trip, and I've been thinking about what I'm going to do on Friday with the kids and stuff when exactly. I get home. Like, I'm going to bring this home, and I'm going to surprise them with this, and then we're going to yeah. go do this. Like, that's all I've been thinking about the whole time. I know exactly what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Anybody could be a dad, but not everybody could be a father, and that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? Actually, 
Yeah, no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> no, you're good. You're you, good. I was gonna say you actually gave me the idea, and I'm not gonna say what it is because if Steph's watching, I'm not gonna say. Ah. But you gave me the idea because it was something I talked about in the past, and you gave me the idea the other day. Good. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, but listen, you yeah, know, hey. if it wasn't for those kids, man, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at in life. I wouldn't be the person I'm at. You know, my my oldest daughter, she when she was born. You know, I was 21 years old. I became a man, and that shit defined my whole entire life. And and I devoted my my life to them, and I lived for them. So it, that it, that right there, the joy and seeing them glow, it's just the best feeling ever. It truly is like the the greatest gift, as they say. Um, Jared Grant just had a kid the other day, or maybe yesterday, and I sent I sent him a message, congratulations. I said I remember that feeling because he put a picture of the kid right in like the little bin whatever they put the fucking kid as soon as yeah, they, yeah, born, they put it in the thing to clean it up and it's like sitting in that little thing and yeah. that's like really like the first picture you ever take of your kid is always in that little fucking thing right there and i'm like man i remember it like it was yesterday like fucking mm -hmm. kids it's the most well. surreal surreal moment of your life it's like shit i created that yeah you know, like i remember cutting the umbilical cord i'm like oh, where do i cut she's like right here and i'm like Oh, that's pretty chewy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Bro, I remember Tom Green and uh, Freddie yeah. Got Framer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, and you know what the best thing is now? Like, as your kids get older, you see, like, my older son, I see my wife in him. Like, this, he has so much of my wife in him, and my little one is such a fucking carbon copy of me. I want to fucking smack him half the time. Oh, God. But every time I'm looking at him, I'm like, you are a fucking monster, and I love it. You're a fucking little psychopath. And I love it, man. You get to yeah, see him grow great. up and become your, you know, the second you, man. And the thing, the, thing, the thing that's the coolest thing is, like, my oldest looks exactly like me. My youngest is like my wife. But like you said, my youngest is like just like me i mean she is hilarious she's off the wall she she gets to the point where i'm getting annoyed like all right all right enough or not like you know and then you got my oldest who, who's just real mellow laid back but she's been boxing with me since she was three years old so she's that type of kid that like in school if somebody thinks they can fuck with you don't fuck with the wrong kid <laughs> amazing and I think it always goes that way, right? The 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 older one is always the calmer one. And the, yep. the second one is always it the is fucking psycho. Case. Ask Mike. Mike's got a complete demon child for a second. Oh, right, Mike? my God. I can not even <laughs> begin to explain the nuttiness that is Bristol. I mean, she is something <laughs> I never expected. She is wild, crazy, funny. Mm -hmm. like she's nuts. I love it. I'm scared. Oh, when, when change I'm scared, anything. dude. Yeah. yeah I'm, I afraid, I'm afraid for Mike's future, for sure. I I heard my daughter, right? I said, I said, Charlotte, go ahead. Can you make me some coffee? She makes me coffee in the Keurig, right? So she knows I drink it black. I don't drink it with anything in it. So I hear a spoon in it going, think, think, think. I'm like, this fucking kid's trying to poison me or something? <laughs> so she brings it back. I brought your coffee. I'm like, what did you put in it? She goes, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what did you put in it? Nothing. Dad, try it. I'm like, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't trust this. She said, try it. My wife's looking at me, try it. I'm like, oh, hell no. They double try it. <laughs> Did, so did I took a sip. Just, I took a sip. She just said, I just put the spoon in it to scare you. I'm like, oh, you, you, you did it. You scared oh my tactics. God. You probably still thought something was in it even after that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I shit that shit is funny, <laughs> man. Like, what a, what a smart little shit, dude. That's funny. Oh, man. Oh, hey, my 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 wife and kids went out to the, the Foxwoods Casino has the outlets in there for school shopping today. And they're out there in the outlets. And there's Fuddruckers in there. And uh, 
he's like, hey, daddy. He's like, we went to the casino today and there was a Fuddruckers in there. Yeah. Um, Uma used to call it uh, Rudfuckers. <laughs> I'm like, <"What?" laughs> he's seven. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And then Amy was like, yeah, my mom. Told, I, I made a mistake and told him that story today. And now he finds every opportunity to say Rudd fuckers. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. That's, I love that shit. Awesome. Just in time to go back to school too. Just in time for school. Yeah. And he bought, he bought, um, or well, we bought him Wu-Tang Clan fucking Crocs today. And it's, oh, it's got the big Wu-Tang gay. W on it. It says Wu-Tang around the. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking pumped. Wu-Tang Crocs ain't nothing to fuck with. That's it. <laughs> I'm what telling you, you. All right, number seven. Here we go. What is your favorite rap group of all time? That's interesting. Ah, uh, rap group of all time. Shit. Because I really love the um, Tribe Called Quest. I, they, they've got good vibes. Always good vibes from them. Shit. Nah, I got I to gotta go Wu-Tang, man. I got to go Wu-Tang, though. Wu-Tang, yeah. Wu-Tang is definitely the best, you know. The Rizzo, the Jizz, the old dirty bastard, Inspect Deck. You know, you got all the fucking hitters in there, man. Yeah. You know, plus, Ghostface Killer was always one of my favorites. Ghostface and Method Man were always one of my favorites, man. Ghostface put out an album like two years ago that really nobody knows about. And I'm telling you right now. What, he, Fish Scale? He put out, no, he, I think that was before. I think it was after Fish Scale. And he put out a music video for each song on the album. And when you watch them all together, it's a movie. And it's fucking badass as hell. I mean, you gotta look that shit up. It's on pretty YouTube. dope. My favorite song from him is "Run." If you see him crack in the streets, run, run, bitches get, run, bitches get guns. All that shit. That's just fire. It's on Supreme clientele. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, we know our Wu Tang Clan. That's what I'm talking about. Number eight. What is the stupidest stupidest way you've gotten hurt? There's like, I, I do you have fucking time for all this? <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. Something silly. I'll start. I'll start. I'm gonna give you a handful real quick, though. Okay, I'm a tough son of. I'm a. I'm a tough son of a bitch. Okay, I mean, I can take pain pretty pretty well because I've endured a lot with the skating and don't being pay, beat don't get it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> walking. This is not too long ago. Walking from the kitchen to my bedroom, and I stubbed my pinky toe on the edge of the bed. Oh, officer off down. Officer down. Oh my god. Screaming. Ah, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. My foot it's broken. My wife she's laughing. She's but then I, I try to be funny, but I was hurt. I said it's broken. Spinal. <laughs> Spinal. <laughs> um another way I got hurt. So I, I got last year before I was getting ready for the fight, um, I got my eyes dilated and I couldn't judge the distance between the the curb and the street. So I stepped in, which I thought I was stepping into the street, which I wasn't. And I rolled my fucking ankle and I oh, fell. No. There was oh, grapes no. everywhere. There was grapes everywhere. And I, and I was so embarrassed when I got up, I just left the grapes and I walked away. I was fucking hurt, though. Ah, damn. Um, fucking lost the goddamn grapes. Oh, oh man. man. I got another one. Back when I used to smoke cigarettes, this is like a long time ago. I was like 18 years old. I was in, I was, I was in a car, and I, fl I flicked the cigarette out the window, and it hit me in the fucking eye. Dude, dude, oh my god! You know how many times shit like that would happen? Like back in the day, you just drive around with your boys, you know, 
fucking i remember one time someone flicked a cigarette and i remember like my ass like i felt like my ass was burning like above my butt crack and i was like yo i'm being bit by something so like i went like this and like i sit back i was like yo what the fuck is that so i started jumping up and then it's like in my pants and i'm like yeah, jumping yeah. around in the back seat we're driving and shit and there's a fucking butt went like down my shirt and then when i moved it went into my pants and my fucking oh, ass my crack God. and shit i was getting burnt all up on my back my ass crack my ass cheeks my thighs like fucking print what's funny is that you know you packed the car back in the day you know there's five motherfuckers in that car definitely minimum <laughs> it might even be someone in the trunk you know what that's I'm saying? definitely yep and I know you guys can relate to this one. You ever had something in a fucking freezer fall down and land on your foot? Oh, man. Oh, no. You do it. Like an alien pizza something? box on your foot? Frozen what? chicken. <laughs> chicken Dude. patties. So in my old house, I don't remember <laughs> what my fucking wife dropped something from like the... Concentrated bath- juice? No, no, she dropped it from like the bathroom counter. I don't know if it was like a, a curling iron or something, but it landed fucking flush on her big toenail and it broke a hole in her toenail and it oh, shot dude ouch. blood shot oh no and a fucking line of blood hit the fucking wall and she screamed like crazy oh, and i go in there God. and she's on the floor holding her foot and i'm like what the fuck happened i look what is wrong white, with you we had white walls dude there was a, a straight up stream of fucking blood up the wall i'm like how the oh, fuck my you pull God. That She's it landed straight. Pl- oh man, she's going red rum, red rum. <laughs> I think I think I got I got a, another good one. Um, so this is at my la- not the house I live at now. Um, the one we were we were renting an apartment about two years ago before we bought a house. Um, so I was getting ready for work at the time, and uh, you know, got my coffee in my hand, and it was a little bit of frost in the morning. So on these wooden stairs I had, there was a little bit of moss on it. So with a little bit of frost on it, they're really fucking slippery. But it's only four stairs. So I have my coffee in one hand, and I have my work box, which, you know, for corrections, we got to pack our lunches and all these boxes and shit because they have to be see-through. So I have my coffee in my box. I go to fucking walk out. <laughs> coffee in my fucking face. Oh, There's man. chickpeas everywhere. My elbow's all bashed up. I'm standing on the stairs, and I still around. I'm calling out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She goes, no, you you can't call out. I said, no, I'm done. Look at me. Today's over. Lay, I laid on the stairs like, look at me. Look at this. You think I'm going to work right now? And she started laughing. You're a fucking idiot. I said, duh. Dude, he, looked like, he looked like Marv going down the back stairs on Home Alone. Just yeah. Right down the freaking stairs. I can go yep. for days. I, I get her all the fucking time. The stupidest ways. She's fucking great. All right, Tony, what's something that you do often but probably shouldn't do? Uh, run as much as i run uh politically correct i I run too fucking much i don't pose all the time i run but i run i run to clear my mind a lot of the times i run a lot like probably 10 miles a day jeez you don't i don't think you use the word cocksucker too much (laughs) probably shouldn't do that just getting i'm just getting warmed up (laughs) just getting warmed up you gotta you gotta you gotta let it roll off the tongue, you know, you cocksucker. You know, you yeah. just gotta but Megan said swear. Megan said swearing too much. Um, <laughs> I think I think I eat steak too much. I eat I think I eat more steak than anybody that you know in this world. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, you're gonna die a young young age. They say all that red meat, right? 
It's all right, you guys. Somebody's got to eat it. <laughs> Listen, right. hey, can I'm I tell you something? Dallas for nothing. And, and and for anybody who's watching out there that that thinks this, my uncle, my grandfather died this past September at ninety-seven and a half years old. He worked till he was ninety years old. He God worked till he was soul. ninety. That motherfucker ate more red meat than anybody I fucking ever met in my life. He used to smoke cigars and drink whiskey fucking 97 and a half years old and yep. he probably ate steak twice a week probably ate ground beef fucking twice a week he, he's, he was a he's built different bro he was built yeah. different bro it is bro yeah, i mean keep eating them yeah. steaks tony fuck all that bullshit fuck, damn right bro tomahawks ribeyes skirt <laughs> steaks put some chimichurri on the motherfucking slap it in the ass and let's go yeah we'll go get a what do you eat after you weigh in what i'm in the mood for well, let's go get a steak after you. Uh, or, yeah, let's or... get that. We'll, get, we'll get a steak. Last the last one actually, I got a steak and a baked potato. Um, I've been uh, reading and talking with coaches and stuff about what I should do afterwards as far as rehydration wise, and kind of looking into it like a lot of the high level UFC guys eat right as soon as they get off the scale and what's given to them and all that stuff. So I might, I, I might. Do something like that just right after weigh-ins, and then yeah. we go ahead and get us a fucking tomahawk. I need like a nice forty-two ounce fucking steak, you know. Let's do it. Hey, my sister is chiming in right here about my grandfather. He'd eat the chicken bones. This is not. This is not no bullshit. He would eat like the ends of the bones off, and then yeah. he would eat the fucking cartilage. And yeah. he never, he never, ever passed up on the fat from a steak. So this is proof that you could eat. That kind of shit and live forever. Dude. Now, real talk. Animal fat is actually not bad for you in moderation. Animal fat's actually good for you. It's other fats, like refined fats from other fucking artificial stuff. That's the stuff that you get. That that kills you. A lot of people don't realize there's a lot of like stuff that's in the foods, like yellow five and all these other uh, dyes yellow and everything five. they put into the food. Yeah, dude. Dude, it's true. I'm Red dye number. I remember two. that shit. Yeah, I, I I know I know what I'm putting into my body, bro. And I'm gonna be realist, like as real as I can with you guys. I've like I said, I've altered so many different things and tweaked all these altered beast. And now I feel like the greatest I've ever felt. Like the shape I'm in, like the foods I've cut out, the things I've added, and like, yo, when you start eating nothing but fucking like just real food, like you, you can kill a cow and put it in the basement, and eat that motherfucker all day long. And you'll be perfectly fine. But when you start adding all the processed shit into it, man, that's what you kill yourself at. And that's why Grandpa lived so fucking long because he knew what he that's was right. doing. Oh, yeah. yeah. That li that liver king diet, right? Tony's going to fight. Tony's going to fight the right. smartest right. fight he ever smart. Yeah, that the shit? smartest fight he ever smart. That's right. He said that. I'll, yeah, you said right. that. I, I got it on the gag reel. Well, me? Yeah, 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 I'll send you, it you, to you. you, you gag reel. The, I'm going to fight the smartest fight I ever what? Ever smart. smart. A smartest fight smart. ever, smart. And then he went, "Oh, I fucked that up, didn't I?" <laughs> <laughs> I put I was on the gag reel. I was so dehydrated, I had like no spit in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah. See, you remember. Here we go. Last question. All right. And I'm excited Num about this one. Uh, number ahead, ten Mike. favorite scene from a mob movie. And I hope you. Okay, so it's so it's, it's is it what is it casino? Yeah, it's casino. It's casino. Um, what the fuck did he do? The pen? No, no, that wasn't that one. Yeah, I know. No, it was Goodfellas. Pardon me. It was Goodfellas. He's with the pen. He says, "Let me see your pen real quick." And he fucking because he says some shit. You talk to my guy like that and fucking 
But Joe Pesci starts stabbing him in the fucking neck with that the That was Casino. That was Casino. Casino, yeah, Casino. Yeah, you don't ever talk to my fucking guy. Like, he starts stabbing him with the fucking pen. Kick, kicking him in the fucking, he just keeps kicking him like that. That was one of my favorite fucking scenes. And, you know, Joe Pesci, to me, he's one of my favorites of them all. He's still alive. God bless his soul. He's one of the fucking greatest. Um, he's the best of the best. No, he really is. Get fucking cock, And he starts fucking. Dude, but in that movie alone, Joe Pesci, there's the pen scene. And then they put that dude's head in a vice. And he's like, Charlie fucking O, you make me put your fuck, you make me pop your fucking eyeball out for Charlie fucking O. There's that scene. And then there's the scene where he's talking to the banker. He goes, I'm going to come down tomorrow morning. I'm going to come down to the bank and you're going to give me my fucking money. Or I'm going to crack your fucking head open. And then I'm going to come back the next day. And if you don't give me my 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 money, I'm gonna crack your fucking head open again, and I'm gonna keep coming back until I get my fucking money. Oh, dude, he's so good in that movie. No, nah, yeah, that was good enough. When when they're sitting at the table and Goodfellas, and, and he's telling a story, and he says, "You know, what are you laughing at? What am I a clown? Do I amuse you? You know, that's one of my favorites yes. of all time." Yes, that one's good, and also when the you know the waiter comes over and is like, "Paulie, you know you." You're spending seven grand here. You come in here and fucking embarrass me in front of my friends. Like, and he kicks him in the fucking ass and throws it. Let's get out of here. I had this, yeah, I had this cop suck. He was in a Chris and my kid. Yeah, it's going to cost you seven grand. <laughs> That's right, man. Fantastic. Do, man. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And when, when all the mob, when all the mob actors started dropping off in the last month or two, Ray Liotta, Jim, James Kahn, and then Paulie, uh, Tony Serico, uh, Paulie Walnuts from The Sopranos. My buddy, my buddy Chunk sends me a text. He goes, "Every they they need to locate Joe Pesci right now, and put a fucking team on him and protect his ass at all costs. They're dropping like flies." So I was like, "Yeah, yeah that's a fact." Well, National listen, treasure. you got to watch uh, uh, the boom. Not what is it called the the Jersey set. Whatever. There was another one that just came. It was like a the, prequel to all that shit. The Many Saints in Newark. Yeah, that shit was trash. I don't like it. I didn't like it either. Yeah. But I here's the There's way I looked at it. That I like. Yeah, here's what here's the way I looked at it, I, and I was hoping that this is where they were going to go with it. And if this is not where they're going to go with it, then I don't know if I like the movie or not. That <laughs> need that needs to be that movie should kick off a new series, yeah. and they should do an entire series about the young Tony Soprano on the come up with that would be good. that would be good, and that would be the perfect way to kick that series off. That two hour movie was the star of this new HBO series that's coming out called fucking the saints of Newark or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, it would be perfect. You know? And then you got Donnie Brasco too. And when he goes, uh, yeah. you know, how do you, how do you know it was a Fugazi? It's a fucking Fugazi. Fugazi. Two seconds. I know it was a Fugazi. It's a Fugazi. And then he brings him to the club and he looks and he goes, you, you, you see this fucking ring? You give me a Fugazi fucking ring. So he's beating him up. He goes, hey, hey, take it easy. Take it. Let me, let me talk to him. <laughs> Open his fucking ass. Yeah. He goes, who the fuck are you? He goes, your fucking ring is fake. He said, what are you going to give me? And he gives him the fucking car. And he takes the fucking car and he goes. But Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco was a good one. I like that one. He's a, you're a friend of ours or you're a friend of mine? <laughs> you ever watch um, Michael Francis on, on, on YouTube? He's like a former capo from the Gambino crime family who mm-hmm. did his time and he got out and he got out of the life. And he has a whole career now where he does – he does like he speaks at places he talks about his mob life he talked but he has a whole channel michael francis and he like critiques movies critiques uh tv shows he talks about real life shit and he says that donnie brasco 
is one of the realest mob movies you'll ever watch. Like I fucking love that. That's a great movie. All just the like the little intricacies of the way they 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 act when they're like just sitting in the club fucking with each other and that kind of shit. He's like, that's exactly how that life was. Oh yeah, you know all the crime shit too. But you know when the guys are together. Now, real talk. Um, when I was working for New York City Parks Department of Recreation, and they had me at the recreational center at Fort Hamilton Senior Center, everybody in there was an old school Italian. I mean, they were mobsters, bro. They were all mobsters, every single one of them. They were all in the 80s, the the late 70s, some in their 90s. They would come in all the time, all dressed up in suits, and it was a senior center. They just came to meet up. But realistically, it was a, a place for all the old old timers and all the bosses to come in. I'm not fucking kidding you, bro. They would come, they would sit, they'd play fucking cards, they bring like I seen a guy bring blue label and gold label and they sit down, pour some, and then they fucking have like the cheese boards with the the the, the soposad and the fucking charcuterie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. I, I was right yeah. there. And then that the little Joe was the guy coming I love it. Bro, I, I was in the middle of it. And then the, the stuffed cherry the, peppers the, in there. The, the commission, the the congressman who would come the other time, I forgot his name was Rick. I can send it to you guys after this. It was Rick Marty or something Marty. He uh he got in trouble for embezzling money, and he was always over there too. The 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 what it not commissioner the congressman. He was a congressman from New York or some shit like that, bro. He got in trouble for smuggling money or some shit, but he was always over there. So that that tells you something too, bro. You know I'll send that life. It, I'll send <laughs> this shit to you guys. You guys will see, bro. It's crazy. I love that shit, man. Tony, you've given us an hour and 20 minutes of your life tonight. Yeah, yeah. You stepped in. You're an MVP. You are fighting August 27th in Albuquerque, New Mexico against Joshua Morales. You're kicking off the night. If the card stays the way it stands right now, you are setting the tone for the entire evening. We're going to be there. We're excited to see you back in the uh, squared circle. Um, Take a minute. Oh, Earlier in the comments, somebody said, we want our best. We want Tony Loco Soto's best WWE promo. Okay. What can you do? Oh, yeah, brother. The cream always rises to the top. It's Tony Loco. I'm coming in the BKFC 27. I'm going to knock the motherfucker right out to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's perfect, man. I don't know. Listen, listen. It's your boy, Tony Loco. I'm coming in BKFC 27 to eliminate all and everything that's in my way. That includes podcasters, fans, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your auntie, your parakeets. Everybody's getting it. Dude. (laughs) Watch out, cocksuckers. No, why, yeah, watch out, cocksuckers. Fucking cocksuckers. But yeah, man, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me on. It's always a blessing talking to you. I could talk to you guys for fucking ever about fucking shit in the sky. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> you but, but I, I'm, I'm here to entertain and put on a show. And at the end of the day, you know, everybody who steps in there, you know, I tip, I tip my hat to everybody who has the balls to step in there and, you know, just lay down their shield and go ahead and fight to the death. Because that's what this is. I'm not going in there. And I'm sure they're not going in there to fight. For no reason, fighting to the death, bro. But uh, Loco Soda's here. Um, I'm here to stay, and that's it, man. And I'm hungry and hungrier than ever. Um, as far as shouting out sponsors, that's too many. I have too many goddamn sponsors. Shout them all out. Um, and you guys know who you are. You're on my banner. You're on my shorts. You don't, y'all don't pay me enough to be shouting y'all out all the time anyway. 
So let's be real. Honest, modest. Loco Soto, baby. I'm here to stay. Love you guys. Here to play. Let's go. There it is. Everybody follow his social media is at the bottom. You got the referral code right there on the screen. Yes, Get the app. If you don't have the app, use the if referral code. If you don't follow me, you swallow me. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, man. We'll, we'll see you in New Mexico, all right? I'll see you, brother. Peace. All right. Later. <laughs> Dude, if you don't follow me, you swallow me. That's fantastic. Okay. He was he was dropping gold all night, Bloodbath and Beyond. The fucking I like Beyond. Bloodbath and Beyond. That's good. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's man. a good one. That's a really good one. If you don't follow me, you swallow me. And that's another good one, too, man. There Just he is, man. man. Tony Loco Soto fighting Joshua Morales on that Albuquerque card. Um, that card is sneaky good, man. There's a lot of good fights on it. And if he's kicking off the evening that night, I am even more excited than I already was to get down there. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, man, it's been a fucking awesome night. Um, we were supposed to have James Quinn McDonough on, but we're going to get him on soon. That should be amazing when we talk to him. But Tony's always a gentleman. Um, mm -hmm. We have a huge event coming up this weekend. The BKFC London card is on oh, the yeah. table. Oh, uh, yeah. DJ, DJ Tony, are you in London right now? Is, no, he's not going to be there. He's not there. Nope. No. I don't know who all he'll be at. Tour, who didn't. He'll be at Tour de Pizza, and they're doing the live show on oh, Sunday. Oh, okay. I did see him post that, I, or yep. I saw him or Street Nat Matt posted he that. Did. One of the two, mm -hmm. two, two goddamn gentlemen. If you guys uh, are ever in the St. Pete area, you get to get to Tour de Pizza. It's some of the best pizza we've ever had down there. Very good. Um, plus, awesome people, awesome atmosphere, good, good, good all around, man. That fucking place is awesome. Yep. Um. Yeah, Mike. The event this weekend. Let's do something real quick before we get out of here for the evening. Um, fight of the night. Which one do you think it's going to be? Fight of the night. Elmore Turney. Oh, Elmore Turney. Yep. Man, that is so hard to fucking pick because the main event is so intriguing. It's so intriguing. But the, the, the one that I think could give Turney and Elmore a run for their money is good John and Lily. Good John and Lily, yeah, that could be a great one too. That's the thing. Well, what about Bostwick and Fishgold? I was gonna say, what about Bostwick and Fishgold? That one, I too. just here's the thing Elmore, <laughs> Elmore always has a good fight, always comes forward crazy. And that thing, other guys don't do that shit or whatever, but I feel like the other guys, you know, are you know, it's not hit or miss, but Elmore is always crazy. That, that That's that's really what it is. He's he's always a fucking crazy dude to watch fight. So I know he's going to be crazy. It's just going to happen. It's just he it's a, he is somebody who it's impossible for him not to put on a crazy good fight. It's impossible. He's must see, and he's yes. fighting the you know the possible next big thing for the BKFC. Yeah. Um, that is a must see fight. Absolutely, dude. Uh, I don't. That's I what can't I can't really say much more about that one. I'm gonna. I, Okay, you got that one. I'm gonna go with um with the main event. I think the main event. I think it's gonna be sneaky good. I think a lot of people think that MVP's style is not gonna translate, but I think he's not stupid and he uh, he knows how to throw hands. And we in as Big Ben mentioned earlier, we saw how he battered uh, Dave Rickles oh, yeah. back and beat in uh, in Bellator. You know, you can't he can't be using sure his did. elbows and his feet this time, nope. but but um. He does have professional boxing bouts under his mm -hmm. belt. He knows how to throw hands, and he's fighting one of the toughest people on the planet. So yeah, he it has could fucking, be 
laser guided missiles on the fucking end of his hands. Laser guided missiles, and he's hitting the cinder blocks. So it's going to be something special to see. And like we said, they did lose uh, a couple fights off that card, but you know, you know, hey, Mike. Yeah, we made a we made a post yesterday, right? And in the comments, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people were talking about ticket sales and and this and that. And I wanted to bring something up here mm-hmm. for the ones that are talking about BYB and BKB selling out. I don't understand why you guys can say that because these guys are selling out. Do you guys understand that the next BKB event is in an arena that holds twenty five hundred seats? The next BYB event down in Doral, Doral, uh, the Trump, Trump, Trump National, yeah. Doral, yeah. Miami, is in a ballroom. Of right. course they're fucking selling out, guys. Of course they're selling out. BKB can sell out 2,500 seats. BYB can sell out 1,500 seats. And that's a fifth of the fucking seats that they're selling out for this London card. So, yeah, okay, they sold out. But if, if uh, BKFC fills half that arena it's six thousand plus you know what i mean yeah i i think they don't like compute that well shit, that you know? well that it's just here's the thing and this is what sucks about the way that the sport is right now because there's always this going on always mm-hmm. this constantly butting heads and i get it they're different businesses they all want to be the best they all want to put on good product they all want to be talked about i get it but the sport is just so young that i just cannot take the volatility that is in this sport with the fans and the owners back and forth and this and that. And you don't hear from these people. I don't hear from certain people unless they're talking shit about other people. It, it's, it, it drives me fucking nuts because you know what? For the sport to grow, everyone, you don't have to love the other people. You don't have to help them. But I feel like if people are trying to get into this sport and they see like the biggest fan, like the biggest fans, fans or fan base where one minute they're like, oh, it's going to be a crazy fight. And then the next minute, all they're doing is talking shit, talking shit, talking shit. I'm never watching it again. This shit sucks. Ba ba ba. This person did this. This person's that. Ba 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 ba. Back and forth. It's like it's ridiculous. The sport needs to and grow. We don't need to break dude, it down. We need to fucking grow the sport. And it doesn't mean you can't question things and say anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. Shit gets volatile, man. I see the same people all the time talking shit, going back and forth. Let's try not to fucking break the sport down. And try to fucking build it up because this shit ain't gonna go nowhere with that volatility crap man and and, and honestly unbelievable it, and it's kind of it's kind of like one-way traffic too mike because like like we've said before we don't really hear anyone from the bkfc saying anything about any of the other organizations we really don't we're at the events we talk to all these people i've never heard any of the event any of the other organizations even brought up in conversation to be honest with you never heard of them once but all these people that are on the internet that were so-called big fucking this organization fans at one point yeah are the ones that are in everybody's comment section making the same dumb shit and just straight up spewing hate and i fucking can't stand it it's it's crazy i I don't get it like you know what fucking like the shit listen to my quick my quick right there fucking work together a little bit you know what i mean build the sport you know, when MMA was finally was, was trying to make its way through the United States back in the early 90s, when the, Uf, when the UFC came around, they were the ones that set the tone. Other MMA companies were coming around. They weren't trying to fucking bash each other and shit on each other and fucking end their fucking business. You know what I mean? Right. 
Right. They were trying to build the sport of MMA. And now we are 30 something years, you know, we're 30 years later and it's one of the biggest sports in the fucking world. If all you stunads would knock this shit off and just start fucking working together, the better the sport, this thing could be as big as the U big, big as MMA. It could be huge. Less than 30 huge. years from now. Give it. Yeah. If they work together now, this modern day and age with all the, all the money and technology involved, 10 years, they could be as big as the fucking, as, as fucking UFC or MMA as a whole. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Yeah. They could definitely be making some moves. This sport could make some moves, but <sighs> dumb shit. Anyways, shout out to Tony Soto for coming on and give us an hour and a half tonight. Big mm -hmm. shout out to him. Everybody needs to tune in this weekend. The event, I think, starts at two in the afternoon, Mike. Might correct it's, me. Um, so let's see the events, London fight card. It's kind of weird because yeah, middle of the day is gonna be odd for but let's see. It starts at 1 p.m. Eastern. 1 p.m. Eastern time. You gotta get on the app. You gotta mm -hmm. start watching all the all the prelims at 1 p.m. Eastern. The main card starts at 2 p.m. Eastern. So I got my Saturday afternoon planned. Oh yeah, pay Dude. attention to that one. Um, there's a lot dude, going on that day. There's a lot going on. There's the Kamara Usman uh, Leon Edwards card for the UFC is that night. You got uh, Anthony Joshua's fighting that night. Um, and you know what's awesome about the timing of this card is it's at two o'clock in the afternoon, so we could watch BKFC London yep. finish that shit up, take a little break. And then watch UFC uh, 278, I think it is. Is it 278, 279? Uh, later that night. It's fucking fantastic. It's a combat sport fan's dream. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh. And if you, can, uh, if, you get the, if you get the UFC event up on the TV, you can, you know, pop up your tablet and fucking uh, take a look at that Anthony Joshua. Um, fucking, who, who's he fighting? Old, I don't Olenek, even know. Olenek. Olenek, Alexi Olenek or whatever. No, that's that's not a lot. Whatever his him. name is. That ain't no, the guy. It's, it's it's something like that. I'm that fucking, ain't the guy. I'm I'm stupid when it comes to that, but um I should know. I watched that guy doing some crazy shit today on on the internet too. But either way, it's a combat sports uh fans dream this weekend. Everybody should pay attention. Usyk, Tune in. Usik. That's Usyk, it. Usik. Yeah. And then uh, next week, we got a show on Wednesday, and then we travel to Albuquerque, Mike. Yep. I cannot wait to go. I'm very excited. Never been to New Mexico before. Ne freaking Breaking Bad, one of the best shows ever. Better Call Saul just ended series finale the other day. I want to go see some of that shit. You know what I mean? Maybe intertwine it in some of our things. But that, that shit. There we go. What a, fucking, and, uh, what a place to be. Yep, and Mike's on the road for work, and I'm out of town tomorrow night. So, unfortunately, we don't have a Thursday night show for you guys. With that said, thank you guys all for tuning in. Thank you for getting us to that 1,000 subscriber mark. I got a shirt for Steve O'Morris going in the mail today. Hmm. And uh, we will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Peace.